sync that time. Can you hear me good? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's this guy's sweet. Yeah. I like it. I like it like that. I'm enjoying. I'm the enjoying a lot. What? Well, Vin was talking, so the voice that you guys are hearing, that's Vin. Hi, everyone. Vin is, <laughs> Vin is back. He's back, He's back to... to um, uh, yeah, Vin is back to kick off our th- our ridiculous cuckoo theme that Harley came up with of fourths in a series. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen this movie, Harley nor I, so it's fresh to both. I also probably couldn't tell you, I definitely seen some sort of Jurassic Park, but I don't have a lot of a recollection of it. It's, like, so disrespectful to... <laughs> pop culture in general that like you two are like seem so like blasé about Jurassic Park as like an entity. My cousin was really big into it. I remember. Okay, so like, Jurassic Park time. So like that I associate it with him. This whole thing, so guys, we're going to be uh talking about Jurassic World, which is the fourth in the Jurassic Park franchise. Um and the whole reason that we're doing it is because there was, if you'll recall, on a podcast we started talking about, I don't even know how we started talking about it, Jurassic Park and everything. And I said I was a big Jurassic Park head and Harley was alarmed and said, ooh, I did, that's something I didn't know about you. Um, so that's that's why we are starting with Jurassic World because it just it just so happened to be the fourth. And it is it, I, it's, we're, we're going to talk about it. Um, but okay. So now I have one question. You want, I guess do, do wait wanna... till we get to the movie because I have a question. Are you gonna remember the question? Yeah, I'll remember because it's my like one question that I had. Okay. Um, but before we do that, I hope everyone is healthy and safe and everything. Um, Harley, Guys, this pandemic is never going away. No, we're it's. I mean, yeah, it's never never going away. Literally, like, New York schools are, like, not even opening. Nope. School, school's not going to be a thing anymore. Like, like the entity of, like, going to school. Yeah. But also, no one's going to learn anything. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I am so relieved to be done with school, because if I was in school during all of this, it would give me no will to, like, ever want to learn anything. If they were, like, you have to you like can't go to school and you have to do everything online and you also have to pay everything the same amount of money i would like literally be like okay cool call me when school's back open and i can actually go there because the only reason i'm going to college is for the experience like not right. to education well did you see the thing about Rutgers? <laughs> yeah but then it made when i thought about it, it made sense like i took online classes while i was at college and they literally like charged me the same cre- amount of credit money yeah that doesn't things so, but, like, they're not making them pay, like, for room and board and stuff. Right. I still don't really like that. I mean, like, Harvard's tuition is still 49000 yeah. or something yeah. like that. Like, I, I don't know about that because you're definitely not getting the same experience of being able to talk to your professor and all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. Well, if you, like, really want to get into it, we can get into, like, how college as, like, and a whole like enterprise is just like ridiculous at this point and it is like yeah. just like a scheme to get people's money yeah it is and in the u.s that like student loans are the one thing you can't default on and all that bullshit yeah. but 
No, that's that's too long of a conversation. <laughs> that's not what this podcast is for. The, this podcast <laughs> is not to dismantle the 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 U.S. Uh, educational system. Right. Um, but Harley, what is bringing you light, if anything? What are you loving, laughing at, living for? Um, I recently started watching um, UK Drag Race. Oh yeah. And I like that a lot. It's good. I, I like. I, I guess I will talk about it more on the next week's bonus episode. But things that Mike were saying is true, and I have some other things to say about the actual presence of RuPaul. I do think that he makes it in a different in a way. Um, but I. I'm really liking it. I really like Bag of Chips. She's like a true queen. It's so easy to like. I mean, it's so easy to watch. I'm like almost done. I'm like have one up. I'm, the, I'm on the episode where they make over their family. And then I have the final. It's like the final episode. So you got past the episode where they had to do the girl groups. And they did. They were. We are the frock destroyers. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, one of the best. That's one of the best episodes. And also um, Baga. Blue Hydrangea and uh, Davina, right? It's the yeah. th- it's the three of them. Yeah, it's, that's one of the best like RuPaul songs like to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I already knew like I obviously looked up who won. Um, and I already knew it was gonna be the um, what's her name? The the Vivian. The Vivian. Because like she had won that other thing that RuPaul picked her for. So and RuPaul the whole time was just calling her Viv. Viv, Viv. <laughs> you guys are too close you're already gonna win um are you familiar with where like frock destroyers came from they said it in the thing but i don't remember okay it's like a porn thing oh but i also really liked um the guy that they worked with on there the producer you He's, have to remind me like i um i don't know he they had a, he had this name that i can't think of now something with an a but I had heard of it, or E, I've heard of him before. <laughs> but they said he's like a queer legend. But he's like this, he doesn't even look that, he's not old. He's yeah. like um, this like black guy and like, he's so cute looking and he's got, he was wearing his like hair and like little top buns uh-huh. here and then had the rest of it down. And he was like literally loving all of them. He wasn't like, I feel like some of the other producers Rue uses is like, they're like, okay, all right. Like, they're, like, not into it. And he was very encouraging. And I like that. So that's one thing that's giving me life. Another thing is that, okay, so I might have talked about it. Mike said I did. Um, that I've been going, so I was at the beginning of quarantine. I bought a spin bike off Amazon. Not an expensive one, but, like, did the job. And Vin and I just moved. That's why we're in the same place together at the same time. Um even though you can't see us, but I'm just letting you guys know that. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring the bike with me. Like life is good. Gyms are never opening again. Um, and then I, like a week before we were moving, the bike literally like stopped working. And I've been basically in an almost month long um, back and forth email thing with uh, their customer service. First it started on Amazon customer service then I had to send them videos and they had to send me a video so I had to talk to them on email and I've been going back and forth and they just keep sending me videos and me and my dad took apart the bike two different times 
and it's like literally broken so much that we can't like take it apart and all this stuff. But I, and I kept telling being in the emails, like I bought insurance through Amazon. Does that do anything? Or like, I bought like a warranty through Amazon. Does that do anything? And they never addressed it. <laughs> we were out with his, his brother and his sister-in-law yesterday. And, um, his brother's like, you should just d- directly reach out to Amazon. And then I realized, like, I really never did anything. I never even looked at the warranty that I paid for or, like, saw, like, what I'm supposed to do when the thing stopped working. Um, so this morning, as soon as I woke up on my phone, I just went to the warranty. I went to the thing. I literally just had, like, a file a claim and not even have to speak to anyone or do anything. But I just had to, like, explain, like, in two sentences, in 250 characters, what happened um and then and yeah literally they immediately sent me like the amount of money i paid for the bike um in an amazon gift card which i mean what i rather normal real cash yeah but i'm still like it's basically like i have my money back and i could just use it for other things but i have to buy it on amazon even though i'm trying to buy it less and less and less from amazon so could you just order a new bike using that money i'm not ordering that same new bike i'm not doing that my whole thing is I would rather just, I wanted the real money so I could like buy like an actual real bike, like a Peloton. But then I looked at how much Pelotons are and like, there's so much money. And then aren't you, you like pay for the Peloton and then aren't you also paying for the classes every month? Yeah, you have to but pay. I also, but I also like, because I'm like a certified for those gym things. I'm a part of like, I have their whole like streaming live service. Oh, okay. We'll pay like less than $10 a month for it. So it's like, and I could do an unlimited whenever, but I don't really need that. So now I've been looking up different kind of bikes that are like the ones that I, I use at the gym to be buy, which are like honestly a grand less, or I'm like even trying to see if I could find like a, a used one or something. Cause they're literally like, what's it called? It's so, so, so much money. Uh, yeah. So they're like 200, no, no, $2,500. Like, yeah. That's crazy. My old coworker did get one though, and he said uh, he was also like very put off by the price, but him and his wife absolutely love it. So yeah, and I mean they're it, like, good because they also have like people like who like work in the in all areas like throughout the country that if something breaks, they'll like come to your house, oh. sit, and they do whatever. And African sending me videos from God knows where with like a, and me having to manually unscrew things, so. I don't know. We'll see. I want to get something because I'm like, I'm like running, but it's also like so damn hot. Yeah. And they're starting to bother me again. And I just feel like I'm losing my entire body. Do you remember the Peloton commercial around Christmas time? Yeah. with like, and she was just so happy that <laughs> she, she was got, so happy yeah. that she got the Peloton bike. <laughs> That's that feels like truly ion like years ago. Yeah. I can't believe my birthday is basically in a month. And I need to figure out what I'm gonna do for my insurance. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna say for your birthday. And I was <laughs> no, I need to figure out insurance. I could give two shits about celebrating my birthday. Uh, well, one of the gifts that I got you arrived today, and I was like, really excited right. about it. Yeah. You're ahead of the game. I haven't done anything yet. You want to know what it is, Vin? Is well, it's... You should come here this weekend just to hang out. Okay. Want to come here on Saturday? Yeah, sure. In the, af- in the night afternoon? Yeah, just tell me when. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, you want to know what it is, though, is that I see things and then I bookmark them under this tab. It's hold on. I can. It's called. The, the, no, the tab is called random gift ideas. So then it's just like a whole bunch of like, if I see it, then I bookmark it. And then I name like what, like who the gift would be for. So I just can I have, see something? That's smart. That's a good idea. And I love that. I honestly love that. That's why I don't love like gifting holidays. I mean, I do love Christmas. I love to do whatever. And especially like, and I like birthdays, but I don't like when birthdays catch you off guard. And you gotta like, you're like, oh, I gotta get these people something for something. Um, but that, but I like, even Christmas sometimes, I don't know what to get people, but it's like, that's why I like to be able, I like will shop year round for people and then hold on to it. Yeah. To do it, yeah. It works out good. Yeah. Because like this thing, like I just went into my bookmark tab and I was like, I wonder if I have anything saved for Harley. This thing I truly probably bookmarked like so long ago when I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I like really actually do like want to gift this like to her. <laughs> so like it worked out good. Nice. Vin, Vin, your birthday's per, like a holy day this year. Why is that? Because it's the Real Housewives of Potomac premiere. Oh, yeah. Oh, we love that. We do love that. You're so lucky. Honestly, that's the best. That's the, I wanted, the, I mean, New York is good, but no, I, this season I'm not too sure. But um, Potomac is like the best. Potomac brings it because the drama's real. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it is like super real. Like, like so real. I like that for you. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for it though because I I just listened to the recent um, bitch sesh and they're talking about it um, and all the Michael Darby stuff. I just can't. And the tag I, the taglines for that one are pretty good. Yeah, Giselle's is really good. I um, like Ashley's tagline where it's like. Now is this the thing yeah. you retweeted, Mike? That was like all their intros or whatever, like yeah. about being sassy bitches or something like that. Yes. One of yeah. one of their taglines. So this woman just had a baby, and her tagline is, "Now that I have my baby, that's the only crap I'm gonna take." Yeah, yeah. I did see that when I giggled. It's so good. The one that I didn't Can- like that one though. I know I liked it. Candace is good. Candace is uh, reading is fundamental. Oh, I like- and honey, I yeah. own the library. Like that's a good yeah. one. <sighs> but anyway. Okay. Well, yeah, that's like what's giving me anything. Yeah. Uh, Vin, how about you? What is what, catch us up with your with your Pandy lifestyle? Because we haven't heard from you since um, I don't remember the last time you were on. I think it was Mama Mia. Yeah, yeah, probably. Which was uh, like a couple weeks before everything okay. everything happened. Yeah, um, not much changed so much, and other than just like working from home, just like everyone else in the world. Um, but what's been giving me joy lately since. Holly just said we just moved last week, and when we got into the house, um, the downstairs Wi-Fi is very weak. So I ended up getting a uh, like hardwire connection that you can connect through your power outlet, mm-hmm. so I can plug it into my computer and play video games without any like interruption and whatnot. Because before it was just miserable, and I couldn't hang out with my friends online. Uh huh. So like very different than enjoying uh housewives but it gives me a sense of peace and like you know homeliness having my having my internet fully intact now and video games i feel like are your housewives like the same amount of joy that we get from housewives you get from video games oh that's for sure definitely and I, and that's the one thing that like i share with all of my friends too yeah like, or the majority of my friends is like playing with them and whatnot kind of like you and harley love 
bouncing the housewife shit off each other. So, okay, can I, go ahead. So, sorry. Just, I just looked at my phone and I looked at something. Um, and I mean, it's already news that I knew since earlier today, but now, now New Jersey, as of today, Wednesday, the 8th of July, you have to mandatory, man, it's mandatory for you to wear masks when you go outside. So like, it's going to even be outdoor eating, like anything you're going to have to wear masks. But my thing is like, I am not, I don't care, whatever people are like, yeah, I run with masks, whatever. I'm not doing that. That's not something I'm going to do. That's something I'm never going to do. I turn, when I run near people, I turn my head the other way. I've been doing that. Does it say that that you have to do it if you're like exercising outside? No. It, so what, what it says is like large outdoor gatherings. So it's like if you're at a public park. Yeah. I think there's been a lot of people like having picnics at public parks, like all very close to each other and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's if you're, pra- if um, the practice of large outdoor gatherings where social distancing is difficult, you're supposed to right. wear them. But like generally, if, if you're just like running around the neighborhood, then just yeah. run around the neighborhood, that's fine. Yeah. But like, you're running on a highly trafficked area. I do think it is going to make, um, like, like how we were in Asbury, like that was a lot of people outdoors eating like especially there like that it's probably everyone's gonna have to wear their masks until um like their food comes and then they can eat yes i think that as well but i think that that's because now like new studies are being released that it's like truly like the most airborne and like Mm -hmm. it's just everywhere like like even if you're inside or like i mean particularly if you're inside like in like with like large groups of people like that's not good but even if you're outside they're saying like yes like obviously you know you can go outside and like go to restaurants outside and whatever but like you can still like it could still be passed like that way right i'd say like the the good end of that is that uh i heard you need like sustained contact for like 25 to 30 minutes in like the airborne area to like really get it um affecting your system yeah so if you, you need to like be next to something, which is why probably indoors is so bad. Like if you have yeah. someone sick and there's no way for it to get out of there, it's just going to kind of build up like a, a gas or something in there almost. Yeah. But outside, like if you don't have someone close to you for a while, I think you're like just kind of in the clear. Yeah. is reassuring, but still just stinks that Andy is happening. It's like truly like... It's truly crazy because it's like just, it's like, the days stop come start coming and they don't stop coming. And, it's, and it never feels is, like but it's like the pandy starts coming and it never stops coming. <laughs> I I mean I don't want to harp on it. I just like don't understand how a country. This is might be the demise of the United States of America. I'm just gonna say it. Say it here on the pod live because like how are we going to come back from this? Uh... I don't, I can't, I don't have an answer for you or like truly I can't even like rebuttal with like my normal like positive outlook because I just feel like it's, it's truly all doom and gloom at this point. Yeah. Um, we have like the highest cases in like the whole world, which is like cuckoo crazy. And then like, I think the New York times like released an article yesterday being like ranking all of the countries from like most prepared for a pandemic to like least prepared. And we were number one with most prepared if we like followed like what we were supposed to be doing, like from the start of it. And we just like obviously weren't. And then it got out of hand and nobody wants to listen to anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's also because we're so big. Like, the fact that New York and California get hit, the inside of the country is like, why the fuck are we sitting inside? Right. No, none of my relatives are sick. No one's getting sick, blah, blah, blah. And so they open up early, and then people start traveling to them. And then they slowly start building up, and now they're out of control. Like yeah. Tech, Florida, and stuff like that. And it's so- also, too, that, like, a majority of... Um, like the cases or the majority of the people that are spreading it are asymptomatic. Yes. Yeah. That's like a big thing with this whole thing is that, is that like you can be asymptomatic and just like not even know. That now, so that also is slightly reassuring too, in the sense that you like, it's very possible to just not get sick from it. Right. Right. But it's like a selfish viewpoint to have because obviously you're then out spreading it and whatnot. If you're not wearing a mask and not doing your part to keep yourself restrained from like affecting others. Right. It's just like such everything is a dumpster fire. Yeah. And I just like don't even I don't even know. I just don't even know. a good segue for our education talk right now, too. We've <laughs> <laughs> gone full US going to shit talk right now. It's just like truly insane. Um, I wish I was in Ireland with the two percent of our listeners. I would love to to be there. <laughs> Shout out to Ireland. Shout out to all of the listeners that aren't in the U.S. Um, Mike, what is giving you joy after that? <laughs> after uh, everything is doom and gloom, what's oh giving you joy? Uh, you guys. Um, the Aww. fact the fact that we got to see Sam. Yes, of course. That was great. We talked about it a little bit on the bonus episode, but um, all four of us hung out this uh, this week. Uh, Can you mention the marks, please? Yes. And so we went to get these margaritas. Um, frozen. At, frozen margaritas at a place near um, Harley and Vin's new establishment. And uh, they were some of the worst things I've ever tasted in my life. Truly, truly horrid. Um... They were okay, so it's like a frozen margarita flight. Also, it was like maybe 90 degrees. It was the hottest day on earth. <laughs> it's so hot out. Um, so we're and obviously outdoor dining, so we're sitting outside. We literally only get these flights. We, we okay, Mike got us a little snacky pretzels to eat, but like, they were good. That was fine. Yeah, fine, good. It was like a soft pretzel, but I'm just saying our stomachs were a little, you know, like bare. It wasn't like we had eaten food and then drank these. So we were like bare stomachs ready for this thing. Yeah. So they're all frozen margaritas. We all get them. And honestly, like, I think I got my, well, I took the last one and it took them like a little bit to get it. So we like were then waiting for us all to get them. So we all wanted to try them at the same time. It's a flight. We don't have any original, like normal margarita flavor. Not, a, just, not a, not a one. Berry, watermelon. Mango. Mango and strawberry and they just got worse they were so sugary yep they got worse or i also was like oh maybe i felt it one me and sam said the same thing we didn't taste any like like we like our tequila and we didn't taste any alcohol in it nope and then i was but then me and sam said oh we're both maybe kind of feeling something and then yesterday my brother was like do you think like maybe you guys just had it had a sugar high and i was like probably probably I mean, I, so viewers, I'm diabetic and I could feel the sugar pulsing through my veins. It was like after the first shot or the first mini glass, the, the shooter, the flight, yeah. the flight glass, um, 
I could literally feel my diabetes crawling on the inside of me. It's like, this is so much sugar. I got halfway through my first little glass, probably one ounce worth. It was all the ice was melted. It was no longer a frozen mug. And I'm looking at Mike. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is just sugar water, Mike. And he's like, yep, same here. And then just after that, the next three were even worse because they're just getting hotter and more melty. Yeah. It was truly awful. Um, I don't know what it We also then went to another place that had food and stuff, and that was fine, but it was also 7,000 degrees again. Um, and I just had a very horrible stomach issue happen to me. <laughs> I went to Johnny Max, which honestly was a delight. That was that like was that was a delight. Part, yeah. yeah. Uh, because we were like in the shade and it was empty. And I'm definitely doing Johnny Max as like the go to. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Just sit around with and they had the fans on Ooh. and they literally had sand not that i was going to use their sanitizer because it's like i mean i you could have because once you sanitize you can just like wash the whatever yeah. the bug germs but they had sanitizer at every single table all the tables were like decently spread out every time you got up from the table you had to have a mask on yeah yeah they're doing it right yeah they're doing it well they, yeah. they checked our temperatures walking in which honestly, honestly like, which honestly yeah. i'm surprised that none of us were flagged for having a fever because right? it was truly yeah. yeah. a thousand yeah. degrees yeah. outside I was surprised too. It was so hot out, and we're like, we just took our like decently long walk. And Sam front. was ill. I was almost ill. Like, uh. but yeah, I I also didn't even like. I didn't not that I didn't think to go there, but I didn't really want to go there because I'm like used to. Because listeners, none of you know this, but this is it's like this like I don't even know how to like divey, but not like everybody goes. Everybody there. knows it. Yeah, and. Like, it's, like, but it's usually, like, packed. Right. Like, but it's also, like, never, like, uncomfortably. But it is, like, a lot of... I've been there, actually, when it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, um... But it's, it's yeah. So it's usually, like, there's a lot of people. So I was, like, it's a... It's, it's like, 4th of July weekend. Like, not even going to think of Johnny Max. Yeah. But she came through. She yeah. did. And you want to know what was nice about it was that we kept being, like, never seen that before. Because... <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so, yeah. So listeners also they have they're like famous for like their like tchotchkes like they just have like yeah. random like signs and random like weird ornaments everywhere and so, like, like quotes all and, over the like handwritten quotes like randomly written everywhere so like they have like a few like staples that like everyone knows but like while we were saying that because it was so empty like at least one time each of us was like i've never seen that before like in my life like coming here for all of this time which was like cool yeah um, they had no, they had no beer that you wanted. Yeah. Was, no, they said it was all on back order. So, um. That was the one negative, but other than that. But I also wanted to say, so we also hung out, um, on 4th of July. And oh, yeah. I don't know what, I t so there's a tweet by this comedian, George, I don't know how to say his last name. Service? Something like this. Yeah. Oh, well, what's his name? George Cer Cerberus. Yeah, he's like one of their those the comedian people's friends. Yes. Right? So he tweeted he tweeted this and he said, much like the actor Darren Chris, fireworks are gay in theory, but straight in practice. <laughs> and that's, I think that's true. I think that that's so true. Um, and that's how I felt on Fourth of July because I live in the suburbs, and uh, it was truly just surrounded by fireworks. And me and Vin were out in the backyard, we were chit-chatting, and all of a sudden, a firework comes and lands next to me on the ground. Zooming in, like, 
two feet to the left and Mike's dick might be gone. <laughs> like, it was the craziest thing. And that's just a truly insane story. And then Harley, I said, Harley, you need to yell at my neighbors to stop. So Harley, in her Shailene Woodley screech voice, was like, you need to stop. You just need to. <laughs> I also have a horrible yelling voice, like, guys. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, I have coronavirus because I have, I have no voice. <laughs> uh, but it was, a, it was a fun weekend. Yeah, it, it was, was a fun weekend. I'm not trying to have a lot of fun anymore, though. I'm, like, fucking tired. <laughs> so here's, like, the thing is, is, like, I agree. And I was riding, riding, riding that high, like, from, like, Saturday night all the way into Sunday. And then, like, into Monday, like, I was, like... Yes, I, I went to the doctors on Monday for, like, a physical. They gave me, like, the antibody test, and I was like, woo, like, this is a fun, like, we're, we're living. Like, life feels somewhat normal. And then, like, it started to slowly, like, go down Monday. And then, <laughs> and then Sam texted us and was like, I'm very, I was very happy to see all of you, but now I'm, like, miserable again. And I was like, this is the mood. This is the vibe. This is how I feel. Retweet, yeah. Um, and now I'm back to being just, like, mediocre. But good news is, is that we found out Sam loves me. <laughs> yes, we did find out that Sam loves you, which yeah. was what we what we've been waiting for all this time. Exactly. They just added Delaware to the quarantine list. Oh really? To like that quarantine list? Places you uh, places that if in Maryland anyway. Places I think that Maryland was on the list. Oh well, and she also has like New Jersey plates, so they wouldn't even do it. No, I know, but I was just, I was just saying that, like, yeah, places that, like, if you come to Jersey, you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. Like, when you get here. But, alas. Um. Okay, Harley. Yes. Jurassic World. Yes. The fourth of the Jurassic Park series. What beer are we drinking with it? This is very good. I'm enjoying this. Just, just like Vin, just like Vin, just like Vin said that that I would. We are drinking um, Aloha shirt. It is an IPA with um, pineapple, coconut, and lactose, and it's by Cane Brewing Company. We have done a beer by them in the past. We did Old Faithful um, Head High, which even though I know Mike was like. It's not as good as I want it to be, which honestly is offensive, but... That was the one I was worried that Vin was going to be mad. Yeah. You can um, have your preferences, buddy. That's fine. Oh, thank you. You can like what you like, you know? Uh-huh. Um, hold on. But also, so we when, when we just moved this past weekend, we are now four minutes away from our favorite brewery, Kane. Mine and Holly's both favorite movie. Or movie? Five, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> favorite brewery. <laughs> Also, one of the reasons uh, that's the real reason that you moved to where you to where you moved to. Yeah, but like also like one of the reasons why I liked her so much when we first met because we both story. ordered we just both ordered a cane head high at a little like divey concert place yeah. in Asbury. And I was like, wait, you're wearing head high? Like, oh, oh wait, like, no, wait. Yeah, or so asked I, if I couldn't like or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I said yeah, something like that. Like as if I couldn't already like you more than I already do. Like. Here we are. Harley told this story when we did head high. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. nice. There we go. Just a little uh, reiteration. You heard okay. now. You heard both yeah. sides of the story. So this this Aloha shirt dropped on like a Wednesday though, and I was like, ooh, I would really like this. But like usually I'm 20, 25 minutes away, so it's like a whole hour round trip. But then I was like, ooh, wait, let me just go pick it up. 
So like they they just have a tent set up outside the brewery. So I just walked up and it was like a full ten minute. Trip. I'm surprised they're not doing anything outside, but I guess they probably don't want to deal with like capacity. Like they they would get so many people I think coming. Um, so just a little bit more about this beer. It's their Pina Colada IPA, um, and it's brewed with um, Denali and um, Sabro, and then dry hopped with Brew Two and Sabro again. Um, those are the hops. Um, it's conditioned with pineapple and coconut. Um, and they had done an original one like a couple of years back, but it was like um, the same, I guess, kind of like way to brew it. Hi, Sadie. Sorry, you have the dog in here. Um, like the same way to brew, but instead of making an IPA, it was like a blonde ale. Um, let me see if we have any more info. Okay, so basically they add 500 pounds of um, pineapple when they were fermenting it um, and then conditioned it with um, freshly toasted coconut. So I think it really does taste like a, um, like a pina colada, but not like you don't get as sugar sugar or creamy cream. Yeah, it does have um, a nice like body with it, like that. It's like beer e, like beer ish, with mm -hmm. like that strong like pina colada flavor. But then also like your dad was saying, Harley's dad tried it. Yeah, uh, we got a four pack from dad. Yeah, and he was like, I I don't really like it because it doesn't taste like beer. Like yeah. it tastes like a pina colada. It was like kind of both ends of that. Like, is it is it more beers and more pina colada? But like you know, also yeah. it's ten point one percent alcohol. I, I saw like that. It. I like that exact number right there. This I know is really good. I like this a lot. Yeah. My, and, and my dad would also like this a lot. Mostly because when my dad was, or I think he still does it, because my dad runs like a electrician site. Mm -hmm. So every Friday he would make it um, like Tropical Shirt Friday and like tell people <laughs> that they can wear like, oh, like, 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 like Hawaiian shirts. My dad's a big like Hawaiian shirt dad. He like loves Jimmy Buffett. And he loves Jimmy Buffett and yeah. like loves to like just like be able to like sit like on the beach like literally like toes in the sand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a hardworking man. He just wants to end the week, put his toes in the sand. Exactly. Um, but that's why I was like, Aloha shirt is like perfect because there is that part in Jurassic World, and I just sent you guys the picture. Where like oh. where like the pterodactyls are attacking the main strip. And the man with the marks. It's right. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that it was Jimmy Buffett. It's Jimmy Buffett. Buffett? It's Jimmy sense. Buffett, and he picks up the margaritas and leaves because there's a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville, like uh, on that strip. I didn't notice that. That's what I noticed. Though. A lot of other stores, like I noticed the Starbucks, the Brookstone, the um. There's a Wilson's restaurant. Um, it's like Samsung Innovation Center. Yeah. Verizon Wireless presents the Andromeda's Rex. Yeah. This whole Wait, movie. If you want some of this? We can go get more, like for your dad. Like, I yeah, think I, I do actually like want to get some more for him. Yeah. Okay. I think he would really like it. Okay. Are you ready to talk about this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like we said, we're doing Jurassic World, fourth in Jurassic Park franchise but the first movie in the jurassic world trilogy which is important to say oh there's three of jurassic worlds i didn't know that there's two currently released and then they're filming they start resuming filming on the third one this month okay 
Um, so it's one, okay. so now I, I'm not a big Jurassic head, but let me just get this off my, my chest. Or like, let me ask this question early. Okay. What the hell do you have Jurassic Park and then two and three after it, after everyone's got multiple pieces? Like, I, so I, I, not, I don't think I've seen two or three because I just didn't really like Jurassic Park, the first one. To, to be honest, it was a little boring to me, the first one, because like, I guess... I don't know, plot-wise, you just see, I, like, I'm not a big dinosaur guy, I didn't, I, I didn't find any of it, like, thrilling, almost, which is, I know, a a hot take. This is right? such, this is the hottest take. <laughs> a lot of a take, but um, I also watched it, I didn't watch it in its prime, I watched it, like, you know, 15 years after release, so it's almost like a watching the first Star Wars right now, kind of, like, mentality, first Star Wars, but, you know, watching, like, an older movie shot um, after seeing things... Like Avatar, where you just see, like, the very visually pleasing stuff, almost. Okay, first of all, how dare you bring up Avatar in relation to <laughs> Jurassic Park? That is true. Harley, is Harley is hiding her face because she knew she knew that I was going to, like, come for you over this. <laughs> so, that's, like, the first thing is, like, how, how fucking dare you? The second thing is that you have to, like, Jurassic Park, at the first one, at the time it was released was groundbreaking and was revolutionary because it combined animatronics like live animatronics with cgi the cgi obviously doesn't look as clean as it does in like this movie or like going forward but for the time it was like something that had never been done before and the fact that like they still to this day build actual like dinosaurs when they make these movies is like something that's like super cool to me anyway like right. i find it to be like amazing that like we built like like all of them or they only built like some so f- for jurassic world in particular it's mostly they'll they'll build like the heads and they'll build like the feet so okay. like anytime like when chris pratt is hiding under when the indominus rex first comes out and chris pratt is hiding under the car mm-hmm. and like you just see like the snout of like the the Indominus Rex that's that's real like like, like he's acting to like a real like jaw that's like opening and closing but like obviously like when it's like full size and like running around that's like CGI okay but like when they did Jurassic Park the famous T-Rex like breakout scene like they built a full size T-Rex that like terrorized the kids in that movie that's cool no, so like the 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 dinosaurs in the the first Jurassic Park are absolutely amazing and all that. I just was not sold on the plot because it's a little slow developing. It is, which I very very different for this movie. I like how they got right into the action. Yes, like the park, you see what's going on, and then bam, dinosaur is escaping this its engagement as the most badass dinosaur ever made. Right. So like, I like how you got right into it because if I'm going into a movie about what's better be dinosaurs mauling motherfuckers. Like, right. mo- better be, like, dinosaurs breaking out and killing people. Like, I, wa- I just want to get to it. Like, it, set- it did a good way of setting up the whole story. You see the kids a bit, and, like, you see the the ant, and, like, everything is, like, oh, all right, I- very good character development up to here. Now let's kill people. So- and Chris-, Chris Pratt, so, like, he already has a lovable side to him. Exactly. You don't really love him too much. He's just already there. And he's chilling with velociraptors and whatnot. We like that guy. So, I will agree with you that Jurassic... Isn't Chris Pratt a little problematic? Yes, he is. 
that Jurassic Park over time evolved from what Jurassic Park was into basically a monster movie. Okay. So the first Jurassic Park, you're right. It takes a long time before you actually see a dinosaur. And it takes a long time before like the action really kicks up. But that's because the first Jurassic Park was asking a question of like, is it ethical for humans to recreate dinosaurs in the 20th century? No, it's not. And like, and like use them for entertainment purposes because the dinosaurs don't know that they're there for entertainment. They're there. They don't know what century they're in. They don't know where they are. The only thing that they know is that they need to live and like survive. So Mm -hmm. like, that's why the first Jurassic Park, I think works so well because you are asking like these science questions and these morality questions the whole the whole thing that jeff goldblum's character says in the first movie is life finds a way because right. they're like oh in the first movie they're like oh we only breed females so there's no way for them to reproduce but what they didn't take into account was that they were filling in dna gaps with frogs and depending on the type of frog that they use certain frogs were known to change sex in order to survive. So mm-hmm. that's what the dinosaurs were doing unbeknownst to them, like in Jurassic Park, was that life was finding a way to reproduce more dinosaurs. So one of my favorite things that I saw about Jurassic Park, I, I might have read it in like a comment or something somewhere that um, the the like fat scientist, I, I don't know his name. That's not Jeff Goldblum, is it? Nedry. No, Nedry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have a better way to describe him, but no, that's that, what he is. Um, <laughs> the fact that like he's asking for a raise or something, or like money help in the beginning, and then halfway through, you see him stealing the eggs during the storm and whatnot to sell for money because he's in trouble. And you got this big ass park that's making uh, like making money and whatnot, and they're just not training their employees right. You would have not had any of the issues if you just take care of your employees in right. the original Jurassic Park. I like that side of it that like it's a human mistake, but it's like forced by humans being shitty. Well, that kind of leads into like what Jurassic World is, because Jurassic World, you know, it is like at its core, a popcorn summer movie. Like not like it's not meant to be like taken too seriously. The characters are a little flimsy for me. Like Claire is Claire is very much like a cliche of like a woman who is all about business and doesn't really and she's like i don't know what what time what time is your bedtime like you know like like runs around and heals the entire movie like like come on now okay but can i go back to my one question that i had so this is our first time that we're meeting claire yes before this no what about about the the this is the first time no this is the first time we're meeting everyone except Doctor, except, except Doctor Wu, except Doctor yeah. Wu. To be honest with you, though, go ahead. It they're coming into this movie like we already know all these people, and me watching the fourth of a, a series, I thought I was missing something. So why would anyone else assume that they knew these people? Because I didn't know them. So, uh, it's, okay. I mean, you don't. You're not supposed to go in knowing any of these people because it's a brand no, new I thing. Know, but to me, I was watching it like, yeah, I don't know who these people are because I didn't watch the movie before it. But, like, I was going into it like everyone else was. Like, no one else knew who these people were. No. I was stupid then. I didn't know who I knew. I didn't get it. 
I mean, I get you understand, but like, and then I was like, why is this parked here? Who is this? I thought, especially the guy in the helicopter, like, oh, he's got to be from something else. And now he's here. No. Uh, like, why is she the only one who's running the park? Okay. There's so an executive is, person than just her. This is what I'm saying that like the plot, like it's a popcorn summer movie. Like the plot is not meant to really be like, every day but there's like seven people in the control room and she's the only one running the company and lauren lapkiss is one of them yes yes and the guy from um new girl new girl yeah um so the interesting thing is that jurassic park one two and three the park is never opened to the public um because of what happens in jurassic park one is that he, like, invites these scientists, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, um, Jeff Goldblum, and he, like, invites them to come to the park to, like, look at the dinosaurs and, like, make sure mm-hmm. that it's, like, safe, and then obviously, like, shit hits the fan, and then the park is never opened. So in this Jurassic World, we're under the assumption that the guy who does the helicopter, Ms. Ronnie, he mentions that he took over for John Hammond, who was the initial guy in Jurassic Park who created Jurassic Park. So he took over for John Hammond and then built Jurassic World into what it is like now. Okay, which for is them a theme park. to say that, the audacity of them to say that when I don't know who John Hammond is, but it, but, yeah, it but, does, but it doesn't like matter really. I took over, blah, 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 his vision. Blah, you know blah, what? Blah. I just Yes, assume, thank you, Vin. Thank you, Vin. But I just assume this guy was in the other movies he's an important guy and then when he just di- that's why i was a little shook when he just literally died and no one cared or did anything about it okay we're gonna get to the deaths but before that we haven't so drastic world was released on um june 12th 2015 mm-hmm. it had a budget of 150 million holy fuck it grossed 208 million on its opening weekend wow and it Ended up grossing six hundred and fifty-two million in the U.S., and then the cumulative worldwide gross was one billion six hundred and seventy million. That's, That's disgusting. Also, this was like the first Jurassic thing in a while, right? It was the, That's yes. It, about it. It was the first Jurassic Park and since no Jurassic. That's smart because by the time this movie came out, the kids who were raised on Jurassic Park, like they had the spending power now. They're like in their late 20s, early 30s. That's what you got to do. That's It's all about marketing. What do you think? Hold on to that because we'll talk about it. What do you think the the Rotten Tomatoes score was? Um, 72. Oh my Say God. Seven. 71. Was I right? 71. Wow. I still wouldn't win in what's it called. Um, it says, so the critics' consensus is Jurassic World can't match the original for sheer inventiveness and impact, but it works on its own right as an entertaining and visually dazzle- dazzling popcorn thriller. Yeah, that's what I would give it to. Yeah. That's pretty That's pretty spot on. Um, okay. So, the cast of this movie is a great cast. We have Chris Pratt, problematic Chris Pratt, as Owen Grady, who is... Problematic again. I think that he just like has has subtly like said things that are like making people lean is towards. Is he a Mormon the... or a Scientologist? I feel like he's one of those two. I think he's like low key a conservative. Yeah. And also, he, also he broke up with he broke up with Anna Faris. 
Yeah. Rude. So, goodbye. Um, but he's the <laughs> raptor trainer. And then we have Bryce Dallas Howard, who I love, and she's Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah. Um, as Claire. The bang. What? You said the hair, the bangs. That's how you know that she's a powerful businesswoman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which we could talk about because one of the big critiques of this movie was the fact that she was running around the entire time in heels. I mentioned that, yes, yeah. It's not a good look. And yeah, then, I mean, I, I, when they're about to jump off the wharf, I'm like, oh, is she taking her heels off? <laughs> like, is she just going to go barefoot? Because that's probably she better than She literally break her ankle. Yeah, like, it's probably right better just go around the park in barefoot. Yes. Uh, and then but no, she rolls up her sleeves to then... <laughs> And ties her shirt around her waist. And ties her shirt, yeah. So she has an undershirt on. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's what... I like that That at least they acknowledge it a little bit, because then Owen's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have the two kids who are her nephews, Gray and Zach. And Zach is um is Nick Robinson from Love, Simon. Yes. Yes, yeah. Wait, who's the younger brother? Uh, Ty Simpkins. He's from Insidious. Okay. Um, oh, I did see that movie. What? I saw that movie. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so the movie opens with with a raptor with a baby raptor being born, and then it cuts to a a shot of a bird, and that's because uh, archaeologists and paleontologists, right? That's what they are, paleontologists. I'm a paleontologist. um, say say that raptors um, evolved into birds, like that's like the closest resemblance of raptors oh, okay. and birds. Gotcha. Um, and we got Queen Judy, Judy Greer as the mom who is sending mm-hmm. the kids off to Jurassic World. She, you know, I know that she's not this woman, but she reminds me of the lady who is married to Judd Apatow. Leslie Mann. Yeah. She's not, but Judy Greer, we talk about her, I feel like, all the time, because she's she's always, she's like that girl. Like, you see her in things and you're like, oh, I know her from from, like, things. And then yeah. I always bring this up that she wrote a book called Yes, I'm That Girl from That Thing You Know. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's funny. Um, but they go to Isla Nublar, which is where Jurassic World is. Why are you so confused, Harley? <laughs> I don't never heard those words. I didn't before. hear that name either. Yeah, what was that? I thought it was just Costa Rica. No, it's off. It's off the. It's like 40 miles blank of costa rica okay. isla isla nublar is the island from like i hate Jurassic that name well, you can get, you can get yeah. a better name than that what the hell i didn't come up with the name i know you did i'm just saying come on get a little more creative with it vin you have to admit that the Jurassic park like theme song and music slaps i don't know what it is what i is don't it? know if he can admit that okay we're moving I on. I don't have it in my head. I don't know what it is. <sighs> Should I just play, do you want me to play some of it really fast? Sure. That's true. Thank you. See, I knew I knew Vin could admit it if he heard it. Oh, for sure. Um, um, yeah, but, I didn't think of it because it just blends in so well to the movie, I think. Yeah. Like, like, uh, but what were your what were your overall takes on this movie? I'm curious. Um, this is fine. It could be shorter. Um, it's only two hours and four minutes. I want, I want 
truly only a 99 movie. Oh my god. <laughs> Goodbye. You're what's wrong with like society today. Especially when it's when there it's a lot of action stuff that I can't listen to. <laughs> what's, the, what's the point? <laughs> Vin, what was your overall? I, I, like I thought it, it was so. beautiful. Like, sorry, I've been. <laughs> I thought it was like, <laughs> um, like how it was like how it was shot and everything was very intriguing and like I would like to go to Jurassic World. That it was going to be my question. It made me want to go to a theme park, but I don't think I ever in the pandemic world that we live in post post not even post COVID 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 centra that we live in now. Um, I don't know if I will ever go to an amusement park ever. You would go to Jurassic World, though? Heck yeah. Really? I want to go in those little pod. I want to go in the ride where I can control where I am in the bubble. Oh, the gyrosphere. I thought yeah, I, I thought that the kayaking thing looked fun. Yeah, kayaking through the jungle and whatnot, that looks pretty cool, too. I just, I just, I just yeah. like, I don't know if, like, the risk is worth the reward with, like, going to a Jurassic World because you truly are always at a risk that something yeah. is going to go wrong. Yeah. Do you think that they make them sign, like, if you die at our park, when they go in? So, in the sequel, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which I watched also today, um, they open the movie by saying that, that um, the business of, like, the theme park paid out $700 billion to, like, people who, were, who survived this Jurassic World, like, attack. Wow. Mm. Vin, what was your overall... I, I liked it. So like I said before, I like that I got right into the action. Um, you set up a little bit of character development and then you just, you know, have people escaping and whatnot. Um, or have dinosaurs escaping their enclosures. Um, I didn't really like a lot of the character interactions. Like the kids in the gyrosphere, kind of kind of lame. Like they get smashed by a big dinosaur and then get smashed on top of them again and they're still just unscathed and whatnot. Like, also some the, the big boy was mean. Like, <laughs> It was big dick. And he's just looking at girls the whole time, but doesn't do anything. Like, it has no <laughs> development. Like, he's just completely focused on, on like, women and whatnot. And not, I guess that's kind of true to real life, though. Like, you're always, I guess, th- at, at, a, at a teenage age, you're always, like, thinking about, like, hooking up and whatnot, but never actually pull through with it. So, like, you know, I guess that makes a little sense. But then also the the army guy that comes in is just being a big old asshole. Didn't enjoy him at all. Yeah, that's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. A lot of Law and Order um, old cast people on there. Yes. Well, too that guy and then (laughs) that guy and who? And and the doctor. I mean, oh yes, BD Wong. He's 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 from the first Jurassic Park, and he turns out to be baddie bad bad. Because he's like genetically engineering all of these different types of animals yeah. and dinosaurs. Well, can we only find out in this one he's baddie bad bad. Or yeah, like, only yeah. find out in this one he's baddie bad bad. So then, also another thing with with that is like they they say that this is the baddest dinosaur ever made. You know, like oh, he can go, he can hide his uh, heat. hide his heat and whatnot, escape and is smart enough to do all this. And he's taken down by a fucking T Rex and a Velociraptor. Yeah, because it's an it's not a thing in the in the in the ocean. I don't care. The mess the mess hold on, I have it. I have it. Mesosaurus. Yeah. Um but like, like you're you're telling me this is the baddest predator in the world and it's gonna take him down by like some chumps? 
Yes, and this is, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's it's for two reasons. Are you ready? Yeah. One, it's like a you can't fuck with the original type of thing, with okay. like Jurassic Park. Like there's no way to like really. It's like kind of meta. And then yeah. two, it's like because this thing was not a real dinosaur and was genetically made in a lab, it's kind of like showing that it could never survive out in the real world or like in, in the real in the real food chain because yeah. it's not a real thing. Gotcha. And it's just killing for sport and it's shit. It's killing for sport. <laughs> so this uh, whole thing... I will say, talking about would I go to the Jurassic Park thing, the petting zoo part... That was like, heck yeah, get me there this second. I want all these baby dinosaurs to slobber all over me. And you want to ride a baby dinosaur? Yes, I was so into it. I was like, I loved it. She was like, bring out the baby Yodas. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Add baby Yoda to that. It's my dream. Vin, would you go to Jurassic World? Yeah, I would. Yeah? Yeah. I agree. I think the gyrosphere would be the coolest thing to just kind of ride around free in the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but you know, in 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 the world where we have Jurassic World as an actual movie, and they're just like, "Hey, we made Jurassic World with like actual live dinosaurs created from stuff," then no, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, I don't feel like being on an island that has one boat going to it to get off. That if I were a character in 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 that world, yeah, I would. <laughs> Correct. That's yeah, what I that's mean. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You're, I wasn't asking if you were a character in the world. I was asking if, no, if Jurassic World exists right now. We have these movies, and we, we have know, these movies for reference. So why like would we movie. ever? Why would we ever go? Yeah, I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust a Jurassic World island to be taken care of well. Um, how did you feel about the raptors being trained? Um, because Owen's Owen. So Owen is Chris Pratt, and his whole thing is that he imprints on the raptors when they're born and then can train them um to like somewhat respond to him and this guy vincent d'onofrio who plays hoskins he's the military guy he wants to weaponize them which becomes it becomes that that whole concept becomes what this jurassic world trilogy is about the idea of selling these dinosaurs as weapons to other countries eventually and like in general, weaponizing these dinosaurs. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, it is an interesting concept, but, like, that's just an out-of-control soldier, if you would, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, you're never going to be able to control a dinosaur, I don't, I, I wouldn't think, but, um, like, it seems a little far-fetched almost. Um, well, the whole um, training it felt, um, I even said it when we were watching, it felt a little tiger came to me. Um, um, and yeah, so Chris Pratt Pratt is playing Tiger King in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like, I like that, um, when, so Claire is the aunt and she's also the uptight businesswoman. And when Ms. Ronnie, before they go see Indominus Rex, she asks, he asks her, are the guests having fun? Are the animals like enjoying themselves and Claire's like, well, according to we our, don't know how to measure. we don't know how to measure that yet. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, according to our reports, guest satisfactory is up twenty percent. And Ms. Ronnie's like, that's not what I meant, dum dum. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm trying to think what else. So the so they end up 
building this dinosaur, the Indominus Rex. The base genome is a T-Rex mixed with cuttlefish, which is why it can, uh, like, uh, no, camouflage is the tree frog. Cuttlefish is the thermal thing. So it ends up tricking, so Owen gets called to come look at the Indominus Rex, and you find out that him and Claire dated at some point, or went on a date, and it didn't work out. Gotcha, yeah. And he comes to, like... She's like, oh, yeah, I know who he is. (laughs) Yes. And then he has that line where it's, like, these animals just want to eat, sleep, and... And, like, he's, like, motions to, like, fuck. And then he goes, you can relate to one of those, can't you? (laughs) It's, like, Um, burn. Can I just ask a question, though? Okay. Of course. Maybe I missed it, but... So she's on the island because, like, it's Jurassic Um, but, like, what, the raptors, they're not, are they, they're not a part of Jurassic Park. They're, he's just, like, training them. Yes. They're, I think they're going to become an attraction. Yeah. They're being trained for an attraction. Right. So this whole thing, and it's very much, so the bigger picture of, like, what Jurassic World becomes is, like, a consumer capitalist marketing, like, everything's a gimmick there. And the whole reason they have to build or feel like they have to build Indominus Rex is because people want something scarier, cooler, bigger, more exciting for, like, Jurassic World. And that yeah, so old... Verizon Wireless presents the Indominus Rex. Exactly. Um, and it ends up getting out, and then it leads to this whole... What, what like, a normal Jurassic Park movie becomes after the dinosaurs escape, which is just, right. like, them, like, trying to escape. But the kids... I find the kids, like in the earlier part of the movie, to be completely non-entities, like, at yes. all. Like, I agree. like, they're, like, nothing, basically. And you know, like, you know because they're Claire's nephews that they're gonna get trapped, like, out there in the park, but yeah. it's they're just, like, such nobodies. They're that... literally non-entities the entire movie. They could be not anyone, and no one would really care. Yeah, I could have seen them killed and not really... No, not, not killed, but I think that they could have been any two random people, didn't have to be related to her, and not really care. But they have a cool thing, because they go off-roading in the gyosphere, which is truly the dumbest thing anyone could ever do ever in a Jurassic world. Even if, like, real or not real, like, why would you go into something that looks like it was just broken down? Um... But they have, there. there is, on the gyrosphere, there's that funny Jimmy Fallon, like, ride video that was yes. really, like, reminiscent of, like, a real theme park. Yes. Right. Um, and they stumble upon the old welcome center from the first Jurassic Park, which is where they find the Jeep, which is, like, kind of cool. It's like, I feel yeah, like there's cool no way that they could have got the Jeep to get working again, but that's well, just me feeling. I'm just saying that... And with their grandpa, whatever. But yes. Like, Whenever I do things with, like, my dad or my grandpa, it's, like, or, like, whenever I would do things, even with my mom sometimes, and maybe this is just me and maybe I'm a bad person, but, like, half the time it's, like, them just doing it and me being, like, yeah, mm-hmm, or, like, giving something and being, like, I'm being helpful. Here's a tool. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that, but. Unless it's something that someone expects me to do on my own, like, the next day. I'm, like, not going to pay attention to learn how to do something all the way, so. There is a cool conversation with Dr. Wu and Hoskins where they talk, where or not Hoskins, Ms. Ronnie, and he says to, uh... 
well, you want everything, you wanted everything to be bigger and this, like, and how did you expect to? Yeah. Um, these have all these traits without taking on their, like, predatorial and, like, right. whatever. And Ms. Ronnie says, well, you created a monster. And Wu says, monsters relative to the to um, each person. Um, a cat is a monster to a bird. We're just used to being the cat. Yeah. Which yeah. is, yeah. like, this whole, right, yeah. this whole idea of, like, we're creating these dinosaurs but not really thinking about like where we fit into like the food chain or like their environment at all which has been a running it's a running theme through the entire dress i think that's the whole thing of coronavirus like someone created it in the lab and they just wanted it to do something and now it's like uncontrollably all over the place i hope not okay well i don't i don't like to live in that conspiracy theory Oh, so then Ms. Ronnie goes to fly the helicopter and he crashes into the, or the dinosaur yeah. runs into the um, place where they hold the pterodactyl, pterodactyls. And, it was like Aerodome or something like and that. And once that's broken and they all fly out, like, the world is just over. Like, there's no way Honestly, to, like, really... what I could have done without was the scene of the nanny getting in and out of the okay, water. So... In and out of the water. So that is one of the most brutal deaths in all of Jurassic Park history. Yeah. And I don't even know what that nanny's name is. Yeah, we don't she, know what no, She's such a non-entity. She says it's with my assistant, and she says the assistant's name, but I don't remember. Like, we know nothing about her. And yeah. she gets picked up by a pterodactyl, thrown into water, picked back up by a pterodactyl, <laughs> dunked up and down until she's eventually eaten by the mesosaurus yeah with yeah. the ter- in the pterodactyl's mouth like, like it is vicious and this woman like why um i would i would love to know like what happens even like with a big whale or like a big i mean not really a shark but like with big animals like that where their mouths are just like does the stomach acid just kill you like, I feel like they could probably just swallow you. Probably. Either that or you get ripped in half by the bite, but yeah. Yeah. Also, I think, like, their tongue is super coarse and whatnot. Like, it's going to rip you up and yeah. lay down. And that's a terrible death. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, being eaten by a dinosaur? Or, like, by a... I will say I did like when the pterodactyls got released and then, like, they just start flying into town. It's and... a cool scene. That's where we got the Jimmy Buffett scene. Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's that a cool was scene. one of my favorites. I just saw the guy get up with two marks and yeah. I'm like, I like that guy. I, I like his where his head's at. The whole like little like uh, city walk area being attacked by the pterodactyls is a really cool scene. Um, yeah. It's a, they have Claire and Owen have a really bad kiss at the end. It's a really awkward kiss. I don't think I saw the kiss. I saw the I saw a kiss. Uh, and then you find out that. The Indominus Rex is part raptor and is the yeah. alpha, so then is ordering the other raptors to go attack. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. But, but, so, but then isn't, but then Blue is the only one that is around. I've never seen anything about this movie, but somehow I knew that Blue was the one. <laughs> I feel like I had heard something about it. Probably. And at Universal, so this is a Universal movie. So at Universal, I Universal since two thousand and seven. So okay, so at Universal, 
They're redoing it now. It used to be like a, you you always had Jurassic Park section, but now they're redoing yeah. it to be Universal. They're making a Jurassic World. They're making Jurassic World, and the last time me and my family went, which was two years ago, they have oh, a an an area called like Meet Blue, and you can go yeah. up and like you can and like you can take a picture like with Blue, and it's like really cool. I don't know. It's an animatronic but it is, like, controlled, obviously, by, like, someone off to the side, so it, like, moves and, like, reacts to, like, what each individual person is, like, doing when they go up to take the picture, which is, like, cool. But, yes, Blue is that girl. And um, then we get to the whole thing where um, they realize that they need more, like, like firepower, whereas they say, like, need more teeth, so they let the T-Rex out, and then, like, it goes into what Vin was saying, which was, like, how, did the, how does the T-Rex and the raptor kill this super dinosaur but it does it just ends up killing it don't get me wrong i like that the t-rex came out as like it's the og you know like i i'm happy that the t-rex ends up winning that fight but it just seems a little like because they're talking this thing up to be like the baddest dinosaur around like i would think he could take on a tiny velociraptor without issue and then just kill the t-rex like i don't know and I think we're to believe that that T-Rex is, like, the same T-Rex from, like, the original. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could see that. Um, but, yeah, and then it ends with them, like, all being safe. Everyone, yeah. Everyone is safe, except for the nanny, who dies a terrible, horrible death. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, how just, like, the family just showed up there, like, they definitely wouldn't be able to get flights or anything like that to happen, but whatever. They're just in a warehouse. Yes. I like, I like this movie. I think it's fun. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm in between both of you, because, again, like, I like how it just hopped right into the action and it didn't, like, waste a lot of my time dilly-daddling. Right. Well, Harley, be prepared to watch Jurassic Park in October because that's one of my favorite movies. So we'll probably be watching it then. Okay. I mean, I would like uh, like the original one. Yeah. I would like a refresh. Yeah. With Laura Dern. Yeah. Vin, we were saying I don't know how much you remember from the first Jurassic Park, but there's a whole scene where they're trying to take care of a sick uh, dinosaur, and Laura mm-hmm. Dern is like, "Well, I need to look at the poop." And then she sticks her hand into, like, a giant mound of poop, and I was like, that's Harley. <laughs> I like that. But This is random, but do you like ginger when things taste like ginger? I love ginger. Okay, so I was gifted this beer. It's called Call Me Ginger. But <laughs> they got it from, but it's from a brewery in um, Vista, California. Ooh. Called Love Your Mother, but it's called Call Me Ginger. It's really good. It's a blonde. I think you would really like this. Okay, I would love to try. Um, they filmed this well, movie. They, them, they so. filmed this movie in Hawaii, by the way. Okay, makes sense. We can um, see it. Was a lot of it. We were talking about it when we were watching. Was a lot of it CGI though? Like even the landscape kind of looks CGI at times. Like the maybe, but you saying it's in Hawaii probably. But they do a lot of stuff like that, don't they, like, film stuff, and then they can just overlay, like, green screen the film? They can. I know that for the second one, it was, like, part filmed in Hawaii, part filmed, like, on, like, a soundstage, 
Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, like, the scenery, at least, is, like, real. Okay. The second one they filmed in California because they used a lot of, like, um, redwood trees and stuff, like, like forest-type setting instead of, like, a tropical setting. From the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this flag yeah. was made for you and me. Exactly. Uh, I didn't do any trivia, so let me... Like, I'm going to buy myself this... I'm going to send you a picture of this bathing suit that I'm going to buy. Okay. It looks like it doesn't fit that girl too well, though. It's like there are only two photos of it. Okay, so the, the gyrosphere set was built above the Kauai Valley at Kalua Ranch, Oahu. It's still standing and is featured in some of their resort tours. Per employees of the ranch, the set will be used for weddings, special occasions, etc. Uh, if I ever go to Hawaii, I want to take the Jurassic Park like tour. Well, is it in Kauai? Like, it's on Kauai, though? The, the island? Oahu. Oh, okay. Um, so, major one. That's cool, though. Yeah, Ben has been to Hawaii, so he knows. I might be wrong. I don't know. Uh, I just... Ty Sipkins and Nick Robinson's auditions consisted of a script reading and a sitting down screaming, pretending a dinosaur was about to eat them. <laughs> the, is that the two boys? The kids? Yeah. Okay. The first movie in the Jurassic Park franchise not to feature a dinosaur dinosaur attack or incident in the opening sequence. That's cool. Uh, the guy who played Ms. Ronnie recently passed away. Aww. Yeah. I really liked Ms. Ronnie. I wish that they would have kept him, like, around. I would have loved to, like, see, like, his evolution. Yeah, I just, like, thought he was there. And, like I said, he. I thought, like, we had more info on him and we were supposed to care more about him. No. But I, but I like his, I like him as like an investor owner of the park being like, I don't really care about like your reports. Are the yes, guests having was, fun? Yeah. And like, are the dinosaurs okay? Like, I like that whole idea. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree with that too. Okay. So anything else you want to say about Jurassic World? Uh, no. No? No, not really. I did like the big meso whatever you're saying the ocean monster. Oh, the ocean one. Yeah, they brought the stand the stands down beneath the tank to look at to that be a cool feature. That was cool. Yeah. Um. Um, Dallas, whatever her Bryce Dallas Howard. That's yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, she is like so beautiful. Yeah, it's... I love her. Do I, I have I ever told you my theory about her about about how her? You right? What? The help? Yes. But have I ever told you my theory about how her husband is trying to ruin her career? No. Okay. So every single time Bryce Dallas Howard is like in a major thing. So she was also in that that one of the best Black Mirror episodes, Nosedive, from season three about the girl who like lives in the world where you have to rate everybody. Do you know what do you know what I'm talking about? Do you watch, I heard about it. Do you watch Black I, Mirror? Either of you? Oh, I watched like a couple episodes of Black Mirror, but I'm not like so you, but, but you didn't watch Dallas Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard's episode. No, so. I watched like the first. Literally, I watched like the one with the pig, and then I watched the one um, with the the um, where they have to like work out in order to like get the points. I think and you watched literally episode one and two. 
Yeah. I got so <laughs> If you like Bryce Dallas Howard and Harley, I think you would actually really like this episode because it's all about like likes and like social media and things like that uh-huh. and how it like ruins our life. Um, sure. It's called Nosedive and it's it's on Netflix. It's season three, episode one. Um, and she's she's the main girl in it. But I my theory is that every single time she like gets like a major thing, she always is like pregnant in it or like about to be pregnant. Hmm. And I'm like, her husband is trying to ruin her career. How many children does she have? I think she has two or three. <laughs> but that's my theory. So that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a far-fetched idea, Mike. I'm not sure if I'm on that on that theory. I'm just letting you know. Two or three kids. I'm sure she's had quite a few projects. Just saying. Okay. Um, I also want to update everyone. So I have drank the Lavinade since uh, two weeks ago. So I'm going to yeah. do my score for that, and I'm going to give that a 4.3. Good. What was that? It's a good, it was a good guy. I loved that one, yeah. So that makes our uh, our rating. Did for... I bought that one? Yeah. What did I do with the other? Oh, my mom drank them. Uh, you gave me two. Yes, I thought Maddie was doing it with us, and then my mom drank the other one. I was going to be like, where did the rest of that beer go? Uh, but that makes our average for no. the Lavinade of 4.1. What did I give it? Four point two. Okay. Uh, you need to move the blanket. Sorry, the dog farted. Do you want to, <laughs> do you want to wait a hot second? Yeah. Wait, how is it a four point? Uh, okay, you said four point three and four point two. Right? Two, yeah, that would be a four point two five. Harley, what would you give this beer? Or no, I go first with the beer. Yeah. Um, I really like this. I'm going to give it a 4.3. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.4. Whoa. Hi. Vin, do you like this beer? Yeah, I'm also doing 4.3. You took the, took the ring out of my mouth. Took the words out of my mouth. Wait, is this your highest beer, Harley? No. Is it? I don't want this to be. I still want the Conclave one to be the highest. It's not. I don't know. What's the Conclave one? The part, Gravitational Party Waves. Okay. Well, I'm going to read you what your highest are. Are you ready? Which my favorite, my highest? You have a 4.5 for Here Comes the Reaper. Oh, that was good. 4.5 for Raging Bitch. Yeah. 4.5 for Mo Money, More Problems. I don't remember that one at all. Four point. Oh, what was what did we do for twenty eight? I don't have it listed, but it says four point five five. Ooh. What was twenty eight? I don't know. Hold on. What movie was twenty eight? Maybe it must have been one. It probably was one that you were drinking on your own, because it was Clue. So what was it? Hold on. It's Carton. You put it's Carton Breweries all together. Oh, I love that one. That's good. So that, four, that was a, you're keeping that four point five five. Give one to you. Oh, maybe I just drank it right away. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's the max now. Wait. So what did I give Gravitational Party Waves? Hold on. I gotta find it. 
Put the under cane. Or conclave. You guys are so afraid to go above like 4.5, 4.7 area. Do you want to know what it is? Is that I think we we do it all the time for movies. Like we go either really fucking high or we go really fucking low. And like and then we're like made to like stand by those decisions. Like yeah. like our Star is Born is our highest movie like still. <laughs> and I don't know if anything is ever going to come close to that because like I don't because I think that we're just like afraid to like say that anything is better. Like Harley would have to say that something is better than a 4.75. And I would have to say that something is better than a 4.85. And I mm-hmm. we just haven't watched anything that, like... We've watched things that have, like, come close to it. Like, The Departed came very close to it. I think that might be skewed by my 5.0 five score, though. Well, I don't I don't factor in guest scores, because then it would be, like, inaccurate oh, okay. every time. Yeah, that's good, then. I, I just wasn't sure if I was skewing it. Um, And then Harley's, like... Like, Harley's not afraid to go low-low. For a movie? For a movie. For a movie. You're not you're not afraid to go low for a movie. I'm not afraid to go low for a beer. Go for a beer, yeah, that's the truth. Um But okay, what am I looking at? The gravitational what? Party waves. Uh you gave it oh no, this is your highest. You're right. Four point six. See, I knew it. I knew it. You're right. Um, okay. So Harley. Yes. Our first movie of the fourths of a series. What are you giving it? Three point seven. That's honestly higher, and I love that score. I'm giving it a four point two. Okay. I thought it was fine, you know? So our average for this movie is three point nine five. Um, for last last uh, month's theme, which was Pride Month, our highest rated movie was Paris is Burning with a four point five. Um, I agree. And our <laughs> our second highest was Call Me by Your Name, which Vin recently watched. Mm-hmm. Call Me by Your Name makes sense. I think that's right. Um. Then it was The Birdcage. Oh no, sorry. Then it was Love Simon. And then I would put Simon above Call Me By Your Name. Yeah? Personally. And then Bird, I, Birdcage was last. Yeah, honestly, that makes sense. But, I, we, but we never went below a four for any of our averages for Pride Month. I would say they were all good movies. Birdcage was the least enjoyable for me to watch. I got a lot of anxiety watching that. Um, I have um, to say... Yeah. I had assumed I see the, saw the movie and I know that I never did. One of our one of our lowest one of our lowest averages um, over the past month or so was super bad. Well, that's because you, you really love that, like don't it. you? Because I gave it a two. <laughs> um, okay. So next week we will not have a guest. But we will be continuing the fourth of movies with uh, a very recent fourth that just came out. Harley. You have to remind me because I don't know what it is. But we will have a guest in two weeks when we cover... Um... Breaking Dawn Part 1. Okay, we're telling? 
<laughs> should we say what next week is then? We can look forward to breaking down. Should we say? Should we say what next week is then? No, no, no. Okay. But we'll forget. They're fake. Yeah. You're right. Vin, thank you for joining again. Thanks for having me again. Of course. Now you live together, so it's like you can come on whenever you want. Okay, I'll pop in every five minutes or so. Yeah, there you go. For five minutes. You have, to, you have to come on for... That when Deez and I can't do it, he'll just be on the podcast. You have to come on for one of Harley's movies in August. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I need to... Can you send me, like, a screenshot of all of my movies? You, like, truly ask for too much of me. <laughs> <laughs> You were literally like can't even do, couldn't even deal with being my assistant for one hour, like. Um, yeah, but then I came up, but then I came up with a really good like stitching pool, photo shoot idea. So like it came back. Oh, I need to do that too. Maybe I do that this weekend. No, I want to like, like get a little more skinny, and then we'll do it. Why can't I'll tell you what they are, and then you need to just tell me so that I can buy the beer and drop it off. Like you need to, you need to no, like lock you these need in. To tell me what my movies are so I can narrow them down. I have like five times. You need to. I need to see them in front of me. Oh <laughs> can you just like tell me like today, and then I can buy the beer? You need to send me the screenshot. Okay. Harley, send us out. Um. You guys, you know the drill. Follow us on Instagram at Bruise on Film. Um, be sure to subscribe and give us a rate and a review. Um, especially you guys out there in Ireland, we're noticing you. Um, you guys make up a small percentage, but you're really close to our heart. If you know Blue Hydrangea. Yeah, if you know my girlfriend, but she's Northern Ireland, so I don't know. It doesn't say, it just says Ireland, so I don't know, like, what region they're from. It's not like the, is it the Republic of Ireland? What is, like, the other part of what? Ireland? Hold on, you, hold on, I'll tell you. Okay, it's not like, that's not where Dublin is. Hold on, I'll tell you. It's loading. Anchor's been so slow. I think it is something with the Republic. Okay. So ninety five percent of our ninety five percent of our listeners are from the United States. Ireland is two percent, and it's Dublin is the city. Okay, yeah. So that's but is that the I I didn't care about the listeners. I wanted you to tell me what the Republic if it was called the Republic of Ireland. Okay, but we do care about the listeners. <laughs> I no, but I didn't care. I knew that Ireland was two percent, and that's what I cared about. I don't care about. The other numbers. I don't care about the other 95. Do you want me to tell you the other countries that we have listeners in? We could shout those out, too. Sure, yeah. Okay, Germany. Germany, we see you. Canada. Yeah, Canada, A. Spain. Hola. Um, Buenos noches. The United Kingdom. I'm not going to do an accent, but Austra I'm not watching Drag Race. Australia. <laughs> I'm also not going to do an accent, but I'm glad the forest fires are kind of not happening anymore. Sweden. Um, you guys rock. Switzerland. I always get you confused with Sweden. Uh, Chesnia? I don't know how I've... Czech, Czechia? Czech? I don't know. Is it, is it the, che the Czech Republic? Or it, no? It's, it it's C... 
Z-E-C-H-I-A. Chechia. But is that the difference than, than like where Prague is and like... I don't know. At the Czech Republic? Or is it called the Czech Republic anymore? It is called the Czech Republic. I went there. I've been, I've been in there. But... Ne- the Netherlands? Ooh, shout out Netherlands. I was supposed to visit you one time and then my trip got canceled because of the weather. <laughs> Bhutan? Yeah, so it has to be. Yes. When did they change their name to Chechia? Let us know. Let us know when you changed your name. We love it. Let us know when you changed your name. I'm really interested, honestly. I was so proud. I absolutely lahooved it. Did you hear me when I said Bhutan? Who? Bhutan. Where's Bhutan? Vin? Producer Vin? I don't know. B-H-U-T-A-N? Oh, that's uh, on oh. the border of Tibet, like near China. Wow, yeah. Okay, well, like, shout out to them. Of India. It's like kind of near Bangladesh. Italy. Shout out Italy. I lived in you for a while. Specifically Bologna. It's not. It's not Bologna. <laughs> what is it? Bologna. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, love you. This seven percent's really hitting me. Um, and then the last, the last country is Belgium. Shout out Belgium! I was also supposed to visit you that one time. I was supposed to visit Netherlands, but then they they um, canceled my trip. And that's it. Those are all of our listeners. Belgium, we love your soccer team too. We love your chocolate, Belgium. Um, also, Belgium, I got stuck in you for 30 minutes because our train hit an animal while on the track and we had to get off in Belgium. Um, also, all to all these countries, I hope that your tourism gets back and you guys get your economy going. But you guys, in the meantime... Well, guys, have- me and Harley talked about planning a trip to Italy like in the very beginning of this quarantine. And then I said, well, maybe we need to hold off for two years. Yeah, I miss I miss Italy too much. But anyway, it's at the top of my list to visit. With with this time that you might have, I know a lot of places are opening for now. But um, give us a subscribe and a like and a review. Um, we love you, Alexo. Here.